www.netivyah.org. Nativia Bible Instruction Ministry presents Teaching from Zion, Volume 24, August 2008. A Kosher Kitchen by Marcia Shulam. I believe that whenever we determine to keep God's commandments and instructions, we are blessed. God's grace and love have guided Joseph and me through many changes in our walk of faith, and we have found these adjustments have always been for our spiritual benefit and the good of those with whom we are in contact. Our home has always been open to guests, and we have been privileged to be able to share hospitality with many people. In the early 1970s, Joseph began attending a yeshiva, a school for higher Jewish learning, and we found that some of his Orthodox friends were not able to drink even a glass of water in our then non-kosher home. This caused us to look more closely at our walk with God, and we decided to heed Rabbi Shaul's advice in Romans 14, verse 15. For if because of food your brother is hurt, you are no longer walking according to love, do not destroy with your food him for whom Messiah died. This verse troubled our hearts and consciences, so Joseph and I decided to kosher our kitchen so that we could extend hospitality to these new friends. Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4 encourages us to look out for the interest of others and not after our own interests, and this further strengthened our resolve. A very kind rabbi explained the basic rules and how to implement them. As I listened to his instructions and read the royal table, an outline of the dietary laws of Israel by Rabbi Jacob Cohen, I realized this would cause a significant change in our lifestyle. No longer would we buy any meat, fowl, or fish to eat except those that were kosher or permitted according to Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14 verses 3 through 21. In addition, there were other prohibitions. The kind-hearted injunction against boiling a kid in its mother's milk, Exodus 23:19, 34:26, and Deuteronomy 14:21, was interpreted by the rabbis to mean that one should not eat milk and meat together at any time. I remember being surprised at the extension of this prohibition to the point of not allowing milk or milk products, cheese or butter to be eaten with chicken turkey, or any other kosher fowl. I learned that the principle of marit ayin, avoiding the appearance of evil, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 22, is considered in this precept. Even though no chicken, turkey, or other bird gives milk, their flesh could be mistaken for meat, and someone could be misled by the action of eating what they thought was meat with milk products. Our actions and example are always important. We must be above reproach so that we do not inadvertently cause harm to another. Kindness and care for others is the basic principle, not only with regard to the kosher laws, but also throughout the scriptures. Kosher fish have fins and scales. Leviticus 11, 9 through 10, Deuteronomy 14, 9 through 10, and they are considered to be parva, neither milk nor meat. Eggs, fruit, vegetables, and grains are also parva. This provides a person with a large category of foods that may be eaten with either meat or milk products. 
It is important to remember when cooking a meat meal that the gravy, starches, vegetables, dessert, and bread should also contain no milk products and vice versa. No dairy meal may contain meat products. Fortunately, there are many kosher cookbooks, recipes, and informative articles available online and in bookstores for those who are interested. The rabbi also explained that I had to additionally think about the dishes we used to cook and serve and eat on. He said that some pots and pans and dishes could be koshered, but others could not. Those items that could be made kosher had to have a mikvah, ritual immersion similar to a baptism, so that they would be considered pure. Porous items like clay, ceramics, plastic, and Teflon absorb what they cook, so they cannot be koshered. I remember looking at a particular Teflon pan we owned and thinking, this had had milk cakes, meat roast, and even pork baked in it. No hope for you in my kosher kitchen. In time, these things became second nature to me, and now I am able to manage my kitchen quite easily, having separate dishes, pots, and pans. It was not as complicated as I had initially thought. The greatest benefit was that it had allowed us to entertain guests in our home who would have been unable to eat or drink had we not koshered our kitchen. Let love of the brethren continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by the some have entertained angels without knowing it. Hebrews 13 verses 1 and 2 May the Lord guide and bless each one of us as we seek to serve Him and to be an example of light and kindness to a world in need. Nativia, www.netivyah.org